Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Wow, welcome to the Yanks Go Yard Podcast. What a trade deadline spectacular we have for you today. Wanted to hop on live and give you the latest updates on the New York Yankees business at this hugely impactful trade deadline. Isaiah Kiner Falefa said earlier today that we have not done enough for the Yankees front office to buy for us, and that's on the players, man. That means the team knows it. That means fire sale. That means batting down the hatches. Harrison Bader's not in the lineup tonight, keeping him fresh. Giancarlo Stanton's not in the lineup tonight. No way he's getting traded, but you got to at least wonder about the possibility. Boone saying it's a maintenance day for Bader. Is that true? Is that a lie? In the same way that Domingo Herman was unavailable last night, oh, wait, actually, he can come in from the bullpen and throw a bunch of shutout innings in a row after your starter face plants. Either way, exciting times on the horizon for the Yankees who have so much to sell, so much to think about, so much to retool for the future, and then they don't make a single trade until 5.57 p.m. when they acquire rental reliever Keenan Middleton. He is not under contract beyond this season. He's been pretty good this year. Trades are still trickling in. The Boston Red Sox traded for Luis Arias. The Brewers recently demoted infielder. That's an interesting fit. It's like Christian Arroyo, buy low. Uh, Boston didn't do much either, but that's an interesting fit. The New York Mets traded Justin Verlander back to the Astros. That's a superstar. That's how you win a World Series. The Mets traded Tommy Pham. Mets traded Mark Canna. Yankees added Keenan Middleton. Yankees sold no one. Uh, thanks for joining us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. This is going to be a quick one, and it's brought to you by Bet365. We have an awesome sports betting promo for new Bet365 users, especially you Yankee fans. All you have to do is deposit $10, place a $1 wager on any sport. You will instantly receive $200 added to your account and bonus bets. Whether you win or lose, all you have to do is use the code YGYBetting at sign up. By using our code YGYBetting, it is right there on the screen. Uh, you receive not only the $200 in bonuses, you will also be directly supporting the podcast. If you have not signed up for Bet365, join with the code YGYBetting and place that first bet. This offer is available for new customers who are 21 plus and physically present in most legal gambling states. Please remember to always get more responsibly. Check the episode description for full terms of the offer. Thomas Carinante, uh, a bad trade or a big swing we could have gotten on here and been like, man, is this going to work out for cash? Fireable, not fireable, whatnot. Doing nothing and standing pat the way they did? Uh, fireable. Maybe more fireable than last year's trade deadline. Like, 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 actually. Yeah, uh, at least last year's trade deadline, um, there was something, and it turned into something else for a little while. You thought Harrison Bader was actually going to be a piece. Um, this, to me, all it tells the fans is that they don't know what they're doing. 
Um, and I know a lot of Mets fans are out there complaining because apparently they're preparing for 2025 or 2026 or whatever. Yeah. But at least they figured out that they are not in the greatest standing and they needed to kind of retool and, and um, refocus their vision. What are the Yankees doing? They apparently either think they are good enough to maybe <laughs> sneak into the postseason this year and make some noise, or they think they're going to do all the heavy lifting in the offseason when it's probably going to be a lot harder. Um Look, how much longer can we wait to get a uh, a left fielder? How, how much longer can we go? Yeah, they won't get a left fielder. They had a they had a couple of people they could have sold. You know, you, you look at IKF and Wandy Peralta that could have gotten them some value in return, especially for an organization that loves trading from the top end of their farm systems year after year. Um, if they're serious about twenty twenty four, then you would imagine that they would have needed to probably stock up on a few more prospects if they were going to go for a big move then, but yeah, it, it's dejecting at this point. Cause everybody, again, every fan is aligned on social media. People have been talking about selling for weeks now um, and they didn't do anything. And you can't convince anybody that Keenan Middleton is the missing piece for whatever this team is trying to do because for as questionable and shaky as the bullpen's been over the last month or so, Still not the problem. Problem's the offense. Problem is the roster construction. Problem is the communication from the front office to the dugout. Problem is the decisions made by the people in charge. Um, so the fact that they did nothing to reinvigorate this team, nothing to create some sort of energy that is needed badly after a trade deadline – even more shocking, especially after last year when they torpedoed chemistry. They were 70 and 34 mm -hmm. trade deadline last year and uh, completely shit the bet after that. This time around, they need some sort of injection of life or just some sort of reintroduction of new faces or new styles of play or new player profiles, whatever you think it might have been. It was clearly something. We can differ on opinion for what it was, but I think all fans are in alignment that anything needed to happen in order to change the trajectory of this team. And they did nothing, nothing. There's nothing worse than doing nothing. And we there's said it, everybody said it. There I think they're reading nothing. Twitter and they're just saying, what is everyone saying that we should do? We are going to not do that mm -hmm. because we need to feel smart. I'd love to talk about Keenan Middleton. I, I can't even talk about Keenan Middleton because that's how little Keenan Middleton matters in the overall scheme of things. Yeah. You will not think about Keenan Middleton beyond 2023 in New York, except as a signifier of the least interesting, least risky, least forward thinking trade deadline possible. Keenan Middleton will be either someone you do not remember or the guy that represents the time that the Yankees gave up at the trade deadline. Brian Cashman decided to go hide instead of making attempts to freshen up this roster or instead of starting a complete teardown, he decided to hide. He thought he could hide from you and he's right because nothing he does matters because Hal Steinbrenner is attached to Brian Cashman at the hip. So he was like, man, this team stinks. I'm going to call about Manny Margot. I'm going to call about Dylan Carlson Two below average defense. First bats. One is a righty. One is a switch hitter. I'm going to get connected to players who won't improve my team now or in the future, which is the jackpot. That's what you want, right? Players who are controllable long-term, who don't help you now and don't help you then. Uh, and then ultimately, he didn't even make those trades. 
which would have been markedly more interesting than what he actually did. He got a uh, Keenan Middleton today and his good peripherals, 95th percentile and whiff percentage. Traded Juan Corella, a, a prospect I like a lot. He struck out 109 guys in 83 and a third innings this year at Hudson Valley. Not the most massive price to pay, but just saying goodbye to a, to an interesting young pitching prospect for two months of Keenan Middleton's high spin rate, good changeup, 47 Ks in 36 and a third innings, 1.35 whip, quite a bit elevated, 3.96 ERA. That's what he's always been, a career four ERA guy, a solid move. If you are a team that is actually on the verge of accomplishing something and you've made three or four other moves, the Yankees made no other moves. And and perhaps most importantly, Mark Carrig tweeting, the Yankees have been frustrating this deadline, a rival executive said, who got the sense they were, quote, in between land waiting to be bowled over for their rentals. Waiting to be bowled over? Sometimes you got to throw in the towel, New York Yankees. Wish you'd been bowled over for your rentals. That would have been epic. Never going to happen because your rentals are Harrison Bader, IKF, and the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball, Luis Severino, and Wandy Peralta. No one is bowling you over for two months of talent that is not propping up the New York Yankees at the moment and is keeping them out of the playoff picture. So best of luck getting bowled over in the offseason. Get an outfielder. Get a left fielder. You don't have one. You have not had one. Since Brett Gardner retired, you have not had a position on the field. There's an unoccupied position on the field. You still don't have one. The report about being bowled over for the rentals is uh, that, that that it just further adds to the the madness here because it further fortifies our belief that they really are not in touch with anything. The fa- like They're watching something so different than what we're watching, or they're not watching it at all, and they're just going off of whatever, however they, they do their analysis. Because to think that any of those rentals, any, any one of them would bring you back something that would blow you away means that you're clearly not paying attention. You haven't been watching the games. You are... Oh, wait, what's this? Spencer Howard? Yankees are acquiring Spencer Howard from the Texas Rangers. Okay. What? So the two trades. Um, wasn't that the guy from the Phillies? Yeah, th- this is a this is like a triple-A pitcher. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. Idiots. Um, <laughs> idiots. Yeah. I mean, so come on. He's, it, he's not going to make the roster. Yeah, it's – Nonetheless, it's reinforcing the feelings that the fans have that the front office doesn't know what it's doing and that the ownership is not, um, you know, harsh enough on those people making the decisions because to think that either A, this team was good enough to sustain itself for another two months and go on a playoff run, especially with Aaron Judge compromise because you got got an update today, folks, that his toe is already bothering him uh, four games in. So or three games in, I guess, because he didn't play on Sunday. Um, So you knew that that was going to be an ongoing problem for the remainder of the season. I just, I I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're thinking. And now the one chance that they had value to get for these rentals that they probably are not going to keep after this year, uh, the only one you could probably see them keeping is Bader. But at this point, I don't know why you would do that if you don't shake up this team before the end of the season. Um you pissed away that opportunity to get any sort of value, which is usually what they do when they have any uh, lane to kind of create themselves. 
Um, it's their way or the highway. It's they need the return they're getting or they're not getting a return. Um, and that's, I think, emblematic of Mark Carrick's tweet, which is what we've been saying for so long. Every time the Yankees are making a deadline move, it's super calculated. There is no risk taking. There's no going over the top to make you know, that that big splash. That's clearly going to change the dynamic, even if it means you surrendering a little bit more. You know, I'm surprised they were able to get rid of Joey Gallo the way that they did last year. That was clearly yeah. Brian Cashman, you know, uh, uh, digging his heels into the ground until the Dodgers budge. I don't know why the Dodgers did, but like another perfect example of that. But yeah, it's it, it's our worst fears being confirmed yet again in a scenario that we had been talking about for now over a month where we said this team cannot sit here and do nothing. And those two moves are the closest thing to nothing. I I can't, I still can't believe it. <laughs> I, I tweeted that trading for Keenan Middleton is like getting 200 points for writing your name on the SATs. Yeah, it's, it's, and I still believe it. It is. They just I mean, did this, something to do something. This is the worst. This is the worst case scenario. Well, the absolute worst case scenario. And they don't see that. That's nothing. the crazy part. Cause it's nothing. Spencer Howard, I think is going to be epic. Um, to not, I mean, again, this is a, <laughs> this is a, this is inaction at its finest, right? They're, they're not, this, the end of this year is, this is not part of, this is, this is not part of the cycle of Major League Baseball. The New York Yankees are not in Major League Baseball for the rest of the year. So you don't have to think about them. It's, we're on to football season. I, I said this about the Giants for like five years, maybe 10 years before uh, they hired Brian Dable and Joe Shane and went in a different direction. I said, why are you laughing at them? They're not in the NFL. They're going to win four games every year. They have three NFL players. Every team is better than them. They're not in the NFL. Who cares? The Yankees are not in Major League Baseball. They didn't participate today. They opted out of Major League Baseball. They're an average team that doesn't hit. They had a chance to either improve this roster and compete for a wild card. Not advisable. And, you know, if you if you don't want to waste a, a year of Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole Prime, then you have to do that. You have to get a couple of guys. You have to get a left fielder like Tommy Pham. I guess you have to get Dylan Carlson. You have to get somebody to fill left field. You have to get a reliever. You have to get a starter. Maybe you trade Luis Severino. Maybe you retool. You can do that. Or you watch last night's game against the Rays. You go to full-blown cell mode, sell IKF, sell Bader, sell Severino, obviously, sell Peralta, you know, sell Clay Holmes. It doesn't get really interesting unless you take some non-rentals and put them on the table. Like, the rentals are boring, Clay Holmes is kind of interesting. Michael King kind of interesting. Glaber Torres is kind of interesting. Doesn't get interesting until you stop talking rentals. But according to Mark Carrick, the Yankees were precious with their rentals. So how precious do you think they were with their controllable players? Very. So we got Juan Carella for Keenan Middleton. And we got Spencer Howard reporting to AAA Scranton. That's good. Uh, they're not going to finish over 500 this season. They no. probably weren't anyway, but... You, you, the Yankees sent a, one of their top scouts on a vacation to San Diego this week <laughs> to watch the Padres at the trade deadline. The Padres did not sell, so that was a good idea by the New York Yankees. Good use of money. Uh, gonna need to see that receipt. What do they need to watch? Gonna need to see that receipt for reimbursement. Yeah. So that can make you a little bit excited, like the tiniest little bit excited that maybe this offseason they they know that they're in disaster mode. They go trade for Juan Soto this offseason, but not now because again, now they've traded for Keenan Middleton. 
Uh, so it could spark your joy a little bit. If you start thinking about, well, that's a pretty big move that, you know, they're throwing in the towel on this year, but they're not throwing in the towel on this core. That That's the tiniest silver lining. The other tiny silver linings, of course, is that Spencer Howard is going to win the Cy Young next year. So I guess that's important because uh, now we have it. How about this? They uh, they didn't get under the tax. No, Wasn't they that didn't. The whole, that was the whole fucking point. No. Unless Keenan Middleton is going to donate IKF salary to charity as part of the trade. Like what? Keenan Middleton getting introduced at the press conference going, uh, I will pay the Yankees $900,000 to play with them for the rest of the season. I will take care of the tax myself. Thank you so much. Cashman going, we got a winner here. Keenan is very charitable. He's donating his first half salary to help us offset luxury <laughs> tax costs. Unless that happens, then I really don't get it, folks. I don't get it. Yeah, I just once again, you the, the plan here is the biggest thing because it's understandable how they were undecided, you know, heading into the weekend. It was like, okay, what are we gonna do? We kind of know what we need, but we don't know who's entirely gonna be available. It's probably gonna come down to the last minute, but they couldn't even determine their own stance, it would seem, going into today, which is the biggest problem because if you don't know what your plan of action is, then you're really um, you know, stuck in the spin zone because you're, you're you're waiting to hear who might become available or who's now off the table with all these other teams. Seems like they didn't even have any players or teams in mind um, outside of, I guess, unrealistic expectations if they were going there to you know scout the Padres. Um, the Padres who did how much more than the Yankees and they're in worse shape than the Yankees. Uh, I'm not saying I... Um, I'm going to co-sign any of those Padres deals, but they did what they could to, you know, improve their depth and and help their cause for the remainder of the season um, because they're in a spot where if that's a team that sneaks into the postseason, it can actually can actually do some serious damage. Yeah. The Yankees, on the other hand, we've seen them in the postseason. We've seen them sneak into the postseason as a wild card team. We've seen them go into the postseason as a division winner. The la- over these last four years, they've been beyond underwhelming and. They are a, a they they are a matchup pleasure for anybody facing them. Ton of strikeouts, mm-hmm. pitchers who don't step up, you know, and rise to the occasion um, in the bigger moments. So I don't know I don't know what the thought process was here, but all this is telling us is that it's completely disorganized. There was absolutely no approach, and there was no desire to make this version of the team better. I could understand if they were looking truly ahead to twenty twenty four with maybe these controllable assets, but. Yeah. Then again, you've been fucking linked to Dylan Carlson since a month ago. Yeah. And you didn't get a deal done? You couldn't get a deal done for a desired target that you've been looking at for that long? I'm sure there were others out there. You want to um, wait to the offseason? You want to get less of Dylan Carlson? Yeah. You want to sacrifice a half season to Dylan Carlson? Like, all right, sure. It really feels like he's going to be a Yankee in the future. Anybody excited about that? Uh, I got in a, Here's where we're at right now on Twitter. I got in a heated argument with somebody who said Dylan Carlson can't hit. The guy was like, oh, great, another bullshit tweet from Yankees Twitter. I was like, Dylan Carlson below average last year, below average this year, metrics are bad. What are we talking about here? He can't hit. The guy was like, career 102 WRC plus, thank you very much. 102? 100 is average. Thank you very much. And he finished third in the Rookie of the Year chase in 2021, yes, and then got worse in 2022 and worse in 2023. He has not hit in two years. And he's two points above average because of his rookie year two years ago. How broken are we? <laughs> How poisoned are we? 102, thank you very much. Yeah, 102. 
Because <laughs> I'm training for 2021 Dylan Carlson, not the guy who got worse. And then the guy was like, if he improved his quality of contact, he could be a better hitter. Yeah. If he if he got better at hitting, he could hit. <laughs> Great. He hasn't hit since 2021. Good thing the Yankees are great at creating higher quality of contact. The 2023 Yankees famously known for instantly plugging and playing elite talent and creating high quality of contact. That's why Anthony Rizzo is having the best season of his career. That's why DJ LeMay has been rejuvenated overnight. That's why Giancarlo Stanton is on another level these days. Because the Yankees are just creating high quality contact this season. Out of previously deadened bats. They don't have the 29th ranked offense in baseball. I don't know what you're saying. That's definitely not something that they have. Gene Segura was released after being traded. Our comment section is alerting us, which is true. Anybody yeah. want Gene Segura? <laughs> like, where's he going? Uh, mm. Any any guesses at Spencer Howard's career ERA in 115 innings? Uh, at the MLB level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a 5-7-3. Mm. Would you believe not even close? <laughs> <laughs> is it an 8? It's below an eight, but it's okay. not even close to five seven three. Okay, seven seven four. Seven two zero. Last year made eight starts for the twenty twenty two Texas Rangers. You remember the twenty twenty two Texas Rangers, right? Elite yep. team. You know, too many too many starters. Not enough. You know, too many cooks. Not enough space in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, Spencer Howard made eight starts last year. Thirty seven and two years innings. Only fifty hits allowed. So you know, just over a hit per inning. Thirty two Ks. I guess that's nice. One wild pitch. You, you like to keep the wild pitches low. Uh, his FIP was 6.83. His whip was 1.726. ERA was 7.41. Mm. I don't know. Maybe they traded IKF for him. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> Another discouraging aspect of this is... Oh, there, is a dis- there, is, there was one discouraging aspect before? You finally found a discouraging <laughs> aspect about this trade deadline? <laughs> it's, it's really sad. Um they watched the Rangers do what the Rangers did. You guys all saw. They got Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. Um, and again, not advocating for the Yankees to do that. I didn't necessarily want that. Um, and then the Rangers. Who else? Did they, the Rangers got somebody else big. I know they got Austin Hedges today. <laughs> well, that's Austin um, Hedges would have been the Yankees' best get at this year. Oh, they got uh, Jordan Montgomery. Um, yeah. And then they watched the Astros get Justin Verlander essentially for free. They're paying yeah. him $39 million for the next two and a half years of his option. $39 million. We, we had so much to say about the Yankees being the dullest of all time that we forgot to mention that the Houston Astros got Justin Verlander back. It did cost them their first and fourth best prospects, but the Mets paid him $93 million if that option vests, and the Astros were like, we're not paying that. Then the Mets paid him $54 million to play for the Houston Astros. How is it so easy for yeah. them? Well, to me, watching that, I mean, first of all, that happened at like 3 p.m. Yeah. Eastern time. So the fact that the Yankees were watching that happen today, the Astros' direct competitor, the team that has stood in their way in the AL for the last – six years seven years or whatever it's been they watch that and they have no response they have no there's there's no sense of urgency at that point it's like you still have three hours left plenty of things you know towards the end of the deadline there you saw that it seemed like at least the white Sox were starting to budge a little bit on dylan cease the orioles and the Mm -hmm. dodgers were reportedly um in talks with them and they were they were they, they could have been swayed from the right package well the white Sox budged a lot on keenan middleton i mean they got rid of him eventually <laughs> i'm trying to be serious dude sorry 
you just you see that some of the stuff here is is at least a little bit flexible and you know the deadlines like it every single year you see all these other teams that player you would have never imagined getting dealt gets dealt uh, look at Luis Urias he got dealt to the Red Sox last offseason we dreamed of Luis Urias being a Yankees target and every MLB person was like, are you kidding me? Like, no, gonna, no way. Come on. Trade Luis Urias. What are you stupid? It's like, okay, sure. I guess not. Two years later, he's option or a year and a half later, he's option. And now he's on a different team. And it's like anything can happen. And the Yankees clearly just don't have the imagination that anything can happen because of everything we've said. There were no reports. The only reports that had linked them to anybody were, Dylan Carlson, Carlson, which never got done. Yeah, Dylan um, Carlson, Romano, not a Yankee. <laughs> uh, Jordan Hicks, who got traded to a division rival. Toronto Blue Jays, yes. Yeah. And Randall Grichuk, who got traded to the Angels and homered in his first game. So everybody who the Yankees were, quote, linked to, nothing even came close to materializing. Um, oh, and the Yankees announced the Spencer Howard deal. So that's yeah. just so you know. Um, yeah, just – no creativity. Um, it's it's an organization so clearly stuck in the past. Top t- top down. I don't know what blackmail Brian Cashman has on this organization, but it's evident that there is something because if he's going, if he, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be WFAN now, dude. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be WFAN. If George Steinbrenner sat through this trade deadline <laughs> and watched him do nothing, that's the only time I'll invoke I'll invoke the ghost of George Steinbrenner. If he saw this team. It was, you know, now what the fourth, four, uh, four games back of the wild card with three teams ahead of them, mm-hmm. make one move for a reliever and one move for a triple A starter. I mean, maybe he would have made a really bad decision, but he he would have done something extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's 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 a it's again it's the complacency, seemingly lack of preparation, seemingly them thinking they're in a better spot than they actually are. Um, it, they're just they're drinking their own Kool Aid. It feels like that's it, it. Really, that that's kind of the only thing that I can I can discern from all this. It's they just think they're so good. They think things are going to turn around uh, for them on a dime, and that's the philosophy every single year. It's like, oh no, at some point people will start hitting. Oh, at some point, you know, he'll stop giving up home runs, mm-hmm. and then you end up here where it's like, okay, now we're just going to bank on some magical fairy tale turnaround while everybody else actively gets better. And now here we go. We're going to, it's going to be an unpleasant second half. They get to face Verlander in what, two days. Uh, yeah. It's going to be like Hunter Brown, Javier got pushed back. So you starting to see Yankees Verlander McClanahan tomorrow night, Zach Eflin tonight. I mean, best of luck. You might lose seven games straight. I don't see a win. I don't see a win on the docket. Might eke one out two one against somebody, an exciting walk-off home run by Billy McKinney, but I don't see a win on the docket. Um, yeah, maybe the Yankees are bringing in Spencer Howard to retrain their hitters how to hit fastballs uh, <laughs> down the middle. I don't know. But yeah, I've never, I mean, I've been pessimistic about this team since 2020. Um, tried to be pessimistic, uh, tried to be optimistic last year in the first half. Cause like, I mean, truly like I, I've never seen anything like that. Miracles were happening. And so like, even if you didn't really believe in it, you had to say miracles are happening. This like could be the light at the end of the tunnel. It just could come out of nowhere. Like Why? I'm not sure, but it seems to be. And then last year, clattered to the turf. This year, worse than ever, stale, stagnant. I have never felt this pessimistic about the Yankees, and I was so pessimistic three years ago 
I didn't think I could go lower. I have. There is nothing here indicating a return to form in the future Truly. outside of a, a Juan Soto trade this offseason and a Giancarlo Stanton trade this offseason. I don't foresee brighter days ahead. Uh, the Yankees clearly have the fifth best farm system in the East. Uh, I guess it's between them and the Jays. I mean, there is nothing here if the Yankees are not willing and able to use their financial might. If the Yankees are not able to get creative, the Yankees do not have scouts who you trust, <clears throat> eyeballs who you trust, scouts on vacation in San Diego who can get the job done and grease the wheels on Juan Soto. Then there is nothing to believe in. And today they had a chance to at least give us something, some fodder to discuss. And they gave us absolutely nothing and a comical amount of nothing. I would be less excited. I'm less excited talking about Keenan Middleton than I would be if they had made no deals at the, I thought that would be the most embarrassing thing possible. And then again, as they did so often in the third game of series in 2021, they found a way to one down themselves and make it uh, give us one grand embarrassment right on the way out the door. Um, Yeah. I mean, Fernando, maybe if the Yankees lose out, Howell makes some changes. He won't. That's the thing. I will believe it when I see well, the Buster only report. Yeah. Let me, did we read, did we read that? Yeah. Buster only said no discernible changes. This, I mean, if they miss the playoffs, there will be no discern. They don't care. No, you're don't root for the Yankees to lose. That's he the said one someone might get fired. Don't root for the Yankees to lose. Cause they're not making changes based on the, based on how much they win or lose root for the Yankees to win. They're not going to, but don't root for the Yankees to lose because nothing is going to change. Uh, Thomas Carinante, final thoughts. I have to flip my laundry. I, I bet I bet my laundry is actually already on the ground downstairs coming out of the uh, the dryer. Brian Cashman's punting your laundry everywhere. That was weird. There's a 100% chance there's a passive-aggressive note on my laundry that's like, we have decorum in this house, signed Keenan Middleton. I'm like, sorry, dude, I have no <laughs> idea you lived here. Uh, my final thoughts are... Um, 2024 and it's 2024 is not going to be pleasant because the amount of shit that they're going to have to do this offseason to fix everything. I don't, it's going to take a while for whoever comes in and whoever leaves to mesh. It's going to take a little while for the new plan to fall into place. Um, they could have gotten a little bit of a head start by doing one or two things. Instead, they did a mini thing that is not going to help them at all. No. After this season, unless they have plans to extend Keenan Middleton, which let's do that. Their grand plan, then that's over overly concerning. Qualifying offer for Keenan Middleton. But yeah, this should be you know the nail in the coffin pod because again, like I said, it's just reinforcing all of our beliefs about the front office, about the direction of the franchise, about how the organization is just run in general. Um, and yeah, I. Uh, uh, I they broke me in 2021, so now anything that happens that's just more upsetting than that is just me going, yeah, sure, cool, whatever. Um, yeah. Am I looking ahead to football season? I guess I'd rather have fun watching baseball, but I'm not gonna. It'd well, be nice if we had anything of substance here, but you know we can, I guess. Think about sneaking into the postseason, which I don't understand how because every team above you got better and you didn't. And they were better anyway. And then and they, they were better, better already. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my final thought. My final thought is you will not have fun between now and the end of the season, and you will really not have fun in the offseason because it's going to be overly stressful. And now the Yankees apparently have set themselves up for more shit because if they were expecting to be bowled over by their rental uh, players or you know walk players this year at this year's deadline – 
are the other executives going to laugh their ass off this offseason when they're trying to make acquisitions or they're trying to offload contracts or they're trying to trade top prospects. So good luck. Good luck. The Phillies got Rodolfo Castro from the Pirates, a switch hitter. We couldn't – that's not something we could do, like the tiniest. Anyway, game one of the ALCS, Max Scherzer against Justin Verlander. Get ready. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the bracket lines up that way. I'm Adam Weinrib. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Weinrib. Uh, let's grade the trade deadline. <laughs> Just kidding. Could you imagine doing that? I certainly <laughs> Uh, find us on download bet365 if you haven't the code is YGY betting you can find me on twitter at Adam Weiner Thomas Carinante where can the people find you I'm at Tommy's underscore takes again folks don't forget YGY betting bet365 it's good for everybody um, head on over to yanksgoyard.com we got content up there right now for you post deadline stuff we're gonna have more tonight into the morning um, it's at least fun to read about if we're all depressed at the same time right yeah you're sharing the same feelings it's how we connect as humans um, hit us up on the official Yanks Go Yard Twitter account at Yanks Go Yard FS. Um, I guess if there's anything of note, we'll come back on Thursday and talk to you. But I think you're good. Yeah, I think you're good with what's happening now. We'll wait till next week to see what the true fate of this team is um, because it's looking real grim, especially if they drop tonight. Which, again, no Harrison Bader, no John Carlos Stanton in the lineup, which spurred trade rumors even more and led us to absolutely nothing. So instead they took two of their, you know, theoretical better players out of the lineup for worse players in a must-win game because now they're 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 now on a they've now lost 3 of their last 4 and are in even more trouble. So yeah, I think uh Monday is probably the appropriate date to talk to you again. Yeah, how about that? Hey, welcome to New York, Keenan and Spencer. I actually thought this was a joke. It's real. They tweeted a photo of them. Wow, that's <laughs> amazing. We'll see you guys next week. This is a bad baseball team. You don't have to watch it if you don't want to. Bye, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.